2: Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast Season eight, Episode 31. Wow. Nearly there, nearly the end of the season. Yeah. I am George. I return after a week or so away, however long we've been away. Um I am with Sean. Hello, Sean.
3: Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon, Georgie Georgie. How are you? I am very well.
2: Excellent. I still really have great. a
3: smile on my face from winding up Spurs fans on a Monday morning.
2: Uh, I am here with John. Hello, Jordan. Hello. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Yeah, not bad, thanks. Where are you? What are you doing? In my loft, talking to you. Excellent. And I am with Nigel, a.k.a. Shedman. Hello, Nigel. Where are you? I'm in my shed. Hey! (laughs) Excellent. Uh, As Sean mentioned, we should all have smiles on our faces. Uh, A big result for us at the weekend. A big result for everyone who went and everyone who watched and any West Ham fan um, who genuinely enjoys beating Tottenham and even made even better by it being their first defeat in their shiny new stadium. And we scored the first away goal there. Uh, We will start with the only attendee of the game, which was Sean. Although I'm not sure if it counts if you're in corporate, but you were there. Uh, How was it, Sean? Talk us through your experience. It was good. I mean, it was a,
3: It was a bit of a rainy and windy day and I've heard they haven't improved their transport. So I actually drove because I had a car parking space actually inside the stadium. So you drive up to it. It took me about an hour and a half around the hangar lane, North Circular. And um, the sniffer dogs and mirrors make sure you've got no explosives in your car. and, And literally you park under the stadium, get in a lift and you go straight to... The corporate area that I was lucky enough to to have because uh, one of my suppliers supports Spurs. Um, uh, And, yeah, I was straight into the new stadium. It's hard not to be impressed. (laughs) It really hurts me to say that. But they've done a really good job. Um, I was in the players' room. Um, I recognised Pat Jennings and Ozzy Ardilis. uh, And I'm sure that... uh, I did, actually. Yeah, did, <laughs> they're, the yeah. Two, they're the two I did. It's the rest of them I, I didn't. And I, I embarrassingly, I had to ask Pat Jennings, who a lot of the, the rest of them were, because I had no idea who they were at all. Um, but, yeah, it was... It... And you asked us. I did. I did. If I want to name drop, uh, Cliff Jones, Pat Jennings, Ozzy Ardilis, Ricky Villar, um, Paul Miller, Mickey Hazard, John Pratt, Gary Mabert, uh, Mabert and Graham <laughs> roberts like, oh, gary mabbard gary mabbard and gary mabbard who's the first one i met and i kept i said to someone else who is that and they went i can't remember this is one of them and then and then i went to patchy and said who is that he went gary mabbard and i went oh right and he told me he was a boyhood west ham fan and he used to have pictures on his uh bedroom wall of Bobby Moore and he always used to get upset when he used to run at Apton Park when he used to run up and down the side of uh, the chicken run playing there because West Ham fans used to spit at him and he said oh if only they knew I was a boyhood West Ham (laughs) fan so uh,
2: did you ask him about his foot no he had part of his foot eaten by a rat
3: oh If I'd have known who he was, I would have asked him that story. I remember hearing
2: it on the radio
4: a while ago, anyway. So, Um, I I double-checked if he was a West Ham fan as a kid. And um, by looking up his um, shoot facts that Shoot Magazine used to do when he played for Spurs. And his favourite other team was Bristol Rovers. All right. But his brother, I think, was playing for Bristol Rovers at the time.
3: All right. But so it he did put his
4: hero down as Bobby Moore. Oh, there you go. Pat Jennings told go. me
3: his favourite team was boyhood team was Aston Villa. So there you go. Anyway, it's it's not a Spurs podcast. Um, they just just to say that the seats were great. I mean, compared to Chelsea, when myself and John went, uh, we were disappointed with the seats. These are leather, comfy, roomy seats. They they're heated for those cold days they've got usb chargers in they've got cup holders in um the only thing i will say i mean the atmosphere seems really good and i thought oh they're singing well but as we know afterwards this there was something i couldn't quite put my finger on uh and we it now i'm pretty sure it was piped in over well, so
5: yeah it's been proven people have sent tweets i
3: tweeted about it someone said that was fake um, is, it,
2: is it proven though because that that video that I've seen is, I think it was taken at the City game, and it was almost like pre match testing of speakers or something like that.
3: Well, i tell you what, I've asked someone. Uh, one of the people I met is the venue director there. His name's Andy O'Sullivan. So if he's listening, I told him about this podcast. Hi, Andy. hope I'm not going to get you in trouble. He's a massive West Ham fan, but he's the Spurs venue director, and he's offered his help see if he could do so, with the london stadium that's another story um but i've asked him whether that is a true story about music being piped in so there's, uh, there's
5: no doubt you listen to after we what score. was his answer
3: he hasn't answered i only asked him today i emailed him today so oh. um, you listen to
5: when we score soon as we score that that video that's flying around of us with the score one nil up yeah and it's empty ground and the thing
2: singing away
3: i that, think you're right john I think you're right, I'm yeah, not sure the, there's a... that that empty ground one
2: that empty ground one is before the city game. no, it was West Ham. you sure, yeah, it was one new anyway
3: when i when I get an official answer i will I will say, but um yeah, just... but an
2: official answer and the truth isn't always the same oh, thing well, is it you... we know very well
3: well theres yeah. suspicions that we had done that though there was, but they I've su-
2: also seen a video of Liverpool they uh, denied
3: Liverpool. it yeah Liv- I've seen one of Liverpool as well. Posted by different fans. We'll get to the truth, I promise you. Anyway, the game, uh, it was a nervous watch being there. Uh the away fans were tremendous. I was opposite the away fans. Uh they outsung um the, the speakers the Spurs fans and the speakers. Yeah, well done. <laughs> um and yeah, I mean we did, they just didn't seem I was saying to some Spurs fans next to me, I said, your guys have got your mind on Tuesday, you know, you don't seem to really want it. And they, you know, old cliche, but they just let themselves down in that final ball. At the end of the day, um, Mark Noble was bossing midfield, so, and he was. Apparently he gave an inspirational speech to everyone to say how big it would be to be the first team, to win at the new Spurs Stadium, just like we did with uh, the Emirates in
2: 2007. Well, it is. Um, I, I honestly, i have chuffed a bits and we can all, we've always got that now. I yeah. know some people might think that's a bit sad, but, you know, um, being a West Ham fan, as we all know, we have to take these uh, opportunities to have some bragging rights.
3: Yeah, I mean, it was a nervous watch at times and I think Fabianski kept us in it and I, I, was, I was talking to Pat Jennings and he said, what a tremendous buy, uh, Fabianski is, and he's really, you know, being a goalkeeper, he just talked about Fabianski, Fabianski, Fabianski all the time. Um, but Diop had one of his best games out playing for us. It was an all-round experience. I mean, with Balbana back in, Who? in the <laughs> don't get me to say it again, um, the general back in the middle of defence,
2: uh, Fredericks had a good game. It was um, one of his best performances. It's interesting with Diop, though, I thought, because obviously he was dropped for a couple of games, wasn't he? It was. When it didn't work he was. It did him well. Yeah, it must have done. I mean, he came and he um, obviously had a point to prove, and he had an absolute game of his life. He should have scored. Yeah, yeah. He and, could have uh, kept going. I, I know, don't he know he why he shot done. when he
3: did. Well, I think, I think Alan Shearer said on Match of the Day, you know, almost a perfect um, performance by Diop. Uh, and, you know, it was a nervy watch at the end after, you know, ball on ball came in. Uh, but we did it. And, uh, yeah, I I didn't want to watch the last 15 minutes. But uh, when we scored the goal and when that final whistle went, uh, very emotional to be there. And, and the West Ham fans erupted. Um, and I wish I could have been in the away did end. You,
2: did you cheer when we
3: scored or won? I did, and I had to really oh, calm myself. Yeah. So I was with another West Ham fan. I sort of jumped up, and then I thought, "Ha ha! Oh, I'll hear where I am." <laughs> and I sort of—I mean, we were only in our own little box, so it wasn't like the other people. But I was with next to Spurs fans, and I mean, they didn't. I just sort of jumped up as as a normal reaction, and then sort of thought, "Ah, I remember where I am." So I better not over-celebrate. But no, I will say. I, I praise the London Stadium, but they have done a proper, apart from piping in the music, they've done a proper job there. Um, I don't think the, the, the transport works. I don't think the sound system works, but the rest of it, oh, and that Wi-Fi didn't work either. But apart from that, great great heated seats, great chargers, Do great you have
2: phone signals. They've been bragging about the phone. Yeah,
3: you know, the phone signal, funny enough, the phone signal worked. I'm on Vodafone and the phone signal worked.
2: Was there any
5: uh, concrete blocks or scaffolding?
3: There was no concrete blocks or scaffolding. It was all finished very well. And let me tell sliding, you surely. that when I went into the toilet, John, they had Sky TV in the toilet so you can carry watching Sky, oh, Sky We haven't Sky even TV got the... it
5: in the bar. Right? I know.
3: <laughs> So you had Sky TV in the toilet. You had Sky TV everywhere. We were in our little room. Uh, and, and they've spent a billion pounds, so good luck to them. Uh, not on the we stadium. No, no. not on the mm-hmm.
4: stadium. I've been oh, in reliably general. informed that that includes the houses. It does, yeah. That they're yeah. selling to make a profit.
3: And it, it's still not finished, by the way. There's still a lot of building work going on. And it's there's still another 600 TV
4: houses there. to build, apparently.
3: Yeah. But no, I had a good day. Uh, I had to wait, though, because all the, all the West Ham fans leaving, apparently, there was a little bit of trouble. So they wouldn't open the car park for like an hour and a half till after the game. So I was stuck there with Pat Jennings until I I could leave for about an hour and a half. What's
4: that noise? Sounds like a dog. Unfortunately, it is. (laughs) It's a a dog that's got separation issues with its owner because its owner has gone out and left me with him. And this is what he does every time she goes out. Here he goes. Oh, wow.
3: Okay. anyway <laughs> you that, think you that, got it bad dad <laughs> uh, <laughs> the last thing I want to say is Mikel Antonio uh, we salute you what a turnaround in form he's done from stroking the carpet to his I don't know what riding a horse whatever you want to call it he, he said he got it, up. it. well uh, <laughs> apparently it was a dance movie learnt off Dan Roo on off Instagram and is nothing sexual so there you go
2: there you go uh, John or Nigel, let's go. Who who wants to say, have you got anything you want to add other than how proud and happy we are with the result? Um, Either of you?
5: I would say I was very pleased with the result. That's uh, it, really. You know, What can you say? It was probably another one of our performances that sort of like, you sort of come out of the blue, don't they? Like the Man United performance where we look like a, a good team. We look like we've got quality.
2: And um, you go, why don't you do that all season? All of or... the
5: week, yeah. And then you've got <laughs> Antonio, great finish, good ball from Anatovic. I thought he had a good game, second he half did, especially. Yeah. Um, I, like probably most of us, thought that when Jan- Jansen came on and he he not nodded that ball back at the far post, that was probably going to squeeze in. What a great clearance by the general, our brainer. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, i it's just a great, great result, and it well got me down the pub anyway. So it was good. Did going. you get
3: quite drunk?
5: No, I just went. I just, I was doing other things, and I wasn't had no plans of doing anything like that. And after that, I got everything I needed to get done. And we all took a walk down the pub and a three or four pints of Guinness. Very nice. Nice. Raise the glass, to celebrate. Yeah,
2: I hate starting everyone's weekends off well, Nigel. What do you want to say about the Tottenham victory? See, that's what happens when you give your ticket to
4: someone else. (laughs) Yeah. I I watched it with a Spurs fan, and that was good. (laughs) 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 That was very good, actually. Um, It sort of made for the even more enjoyment that I, I got to wind him up a bit. He, you know, he was disappointed. They, for, you know, they'll bring out every excuse under the sun, would not they? But the fact is, they didn't turn up and play, and we did. Mm-hmm. So, I, I fully deserved the victory. We, I, for me, I thought we would the, the the bet. We showed the better uh, attacking, you know, intent. Um, they they they've lost something, obviously. F- somewhere Spurs they're, they're not having a good time of it but then again a lot of the clubs around that area are not having a good time of it but it does beg the question why you know that was as good as a performance as it was away at Man United as mm-hmm. it was away at Man City this time we got with the points as we deserved but why Oh, why do we seem to follow that with performances like we did before with Everton Even the Leicester game.
2: Yeah. What is it, you know? I don't know. It's frustrating. That's what it is.
4: Because this this season, we're not that far behind, you know, finishing top eight, which would have been a platform, but it still could go the other way where we could be looking, you know, finishing 12th or 13th. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, our average league position under the the Daves is twelfth. So we're in the Premier League, ignore the one season under their ownership in the Championship. If you look at the Premier League, we average twelfth. That's skewed with a bit by the seventh place finish that uh, billich got. So perhaps finishing eleventh, you could look at, or that's a, that's that's a step up. <laughs>
3: I think we will finish 12th, by the way. I I did another prediction. Oh, here looking we got that thing, and it came out 12th with the winning South Do
4: you do one every day? Do you like well, change your mind every day? Every,
3: <laughs> every week. Every do week. Like
4: oh, is, it, yeah. is it a bit like Claret and Hugh and the amount of money we got to spend on transfers? Is it like, yeah. oh, it's a different day? Let's put a different figure well, down. It's
3: just, yeah. A <laughs> It's and not. It, it's, it's the same
4: figure. It's, it's just not, written blame a different you. way. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, if not, blame
3: Hugh. Same, yeah. same, same story, just written a different. Hashtag way.
4: Hashtag blame oh, Hugh. Yeah.
2: There we go. Uh, that is the Tottenham game reviewed. What a well, what victory! Think, George? What a performance! Yeah, um, what did you think, George? Well, did you, you know, watch it. Of course, yeah, of course, I watched it. Um, it's kind of what everyone else thinks. You know, it was the first half, we we were the second best team. Second half, we were by far the better team. We could have had three or four goals, really, if, if you look yeah. back on the chances we had. Um, they had a couple of chances, obviously the clearance off the line at the end, which won us the game. And we've got that bit of history now. I enjoyed it thoroughly and have enjoyed winding up my Tottenham fran- fan yeah. friend. One in particular who was very vocal um, when they uh, beat City in the Champions League, so I very much enjoyed giving it back to him. Um, a couple of people at work today, Tottenham fans, didn't say anything, just smiled at them as I walked in, and they knew exactly why I was smiling at them. Uh, just, you know, enjoying it while we can, like I said.
3: Tottenham fans say one thing. They said it at the ground, and they've said it to me today. Well, it was your cup final. You'll probably release a DVD. Um,
2: <laughs> The best, res- the best, the best response obsessed. I've seen to that is at least we win our cup finals and don't bottle it like you lot. Yeah.
4: <laughs> so. I have pointed that out to a few people, really, <laughs>
2: including one on Twitter who thought he'd have a dig at me. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's your response if you get that one.
3: Yeah. I'll remember that for next time because it's happened again.
2: Yes, it has. And I'll buy that DVD if it does come out. Uh, what have we got next? Uh, Transfer news, Sean. Do we have some? Well, I do have quite a lot, actually. I've got two
3: pages worth, so oh, there there's a go. lot to talk about. And you got a theme gonna...
4: tune. Can we give him them a theme tune now? Yeah,
2: here you go.
3: Okay, right. So, transfer we'll update. start in each position. Uh, we we'll start with goalkeeper. So, as we know, Adrian is leaving. That's going to put me off if you can run that whole thing.
2: Why not? Go on, Sean. He
3: can do right. it. Uh, Adrian's off. What they're going to do is they're going to look for a 12-month loan, a free transfer, or a cheapest cover just to take them through next season because they believe Nathan <laughs> Trot is the <laughs> best season away. I, I got, to, the bench, I got sure. to stop it. Yeah. They believe that's better. They believe Nathan Trot um, needs a season in the Championship on loan, uh, and Think then I preferred con- the
4: music. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And then can become the number two. But, uh, yeah, they're looking for a cheap cover for Fabianski, uh, who, who will probably sit on the bench most of the time, maybe. Why not just keep him that on then? Uh, I think he wants to go. They haven't offered him a new contract. So, you know, I guess he wants one last big move. Uh, if we move on to defenders, uh, Zabaleta is almost certain to sign a 12-month contract extension, although he's probably likely next season to be the number two to Ryan Fredericks. Uh, Winston Reid is going to get a pre-season to try out with Pellegrini. Uh, but Pellegrini is likely to make his decision after uh, pre-season on which one to keep, whether Bonner or Reid. Uh, Pellegrini is looking for two new defenders over the summer, both valued about £10 million. Uh One is a centre-back from Chile, uh, Guamero Maripan or Marzipan. Um <laughs> he's a 24-year-old um, from who's playing in Spain at the moment. Um, the left back, the left back is from Greece. Um, Go played on, by What's his name? Leonardo Kutris. Is that good enough?
4: I don't know. I don't know what he's called. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, and obviously, last in, in defenders, obviously, Reese Oxford still has no future left at the club and is, is free to go, um, should we be able to sell him permanently. Midfield, Sammy Nasri is not going to get a new contract. He hasn't done enough to impress. He wants a lot more money, so it looks like he's a goner. Carlos Sanchez, we've got another year of Carlos Sanchez he wants to be looked. He's going to look be looked at over the summer by Pellegrini again on whether he's going to stay next year as cover. Josh Cullen, Cullen even is going to get uh, a chance to join the first team in preseason to see if he can impress. Uh, Fernandes, ML Fernandez is going to come back from. Is he Portugal? Or come, where where is he at the moment? Do you remember
2: Who, Ed Milson Fernandez? Yeah, El Milsen oh, Fernandez. Uh, he's at Fiorentina
3: in Serie A That's in it. Italy. So he's coming back as well pre-season because Pellegrini wants to look at him whether player, he gets like sold. Him. Yeah, whether he gets sold, whether he gets kept in the team next year, or uh, what, or he goes out on loan again. Pedro Obiang wants to leave, and he'll be allowed to go over the summer. So as long as we get um, a bit of money for him, he'll be allowed to go. Jack Wilshere will stay as well. We're not going to buy him out. Of contract Yamalenko will be back, obviously, or will be like a new signing. Lanzini is likely to get a new contract when it, he um, gets better from his current injury. Uh, Rumour that John Joel Shelby still keen on a West Ham move. I don't see that one happening. Um, and 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 finally, <laughs> what's that now? <laughs> finally, Macao Antonio, which I think we said before uh, was likely to go. And he told people he was likely to go is, is now going to stay because after the change of form, um, he's, uh, he's going to stay. So forwards, let's finish with forwards. I can wait. i have
4: turned it off. sulky. DMX.
3: Uh,
2: is that, is so, finally, the, let's, let's talk about it ex- forwards. Exhibit? I don't know, one of
3: the two. Uh, Andy Carroll, 100% gone. He actually needs a second operation next week now. Uh, he he is as gone as gone can be. In fact, they don't even think he will be fit enough for next season now. So, even if he wants to find another club, he's unlikely to be fit, recovered by uh, the start of next season. He's likely to miss preseason. season uh, Lucas Perez off. Uh I think if we can get three or four million for him, he'll be off. Uh, Hernandez will also be off, 10 to 12 million. But don't worry, because Marco Anatovic is staying on his £125,000 a week. Uh, Maxi Gomez is our top target. If uh, Virgo stay up, it's £42 million. If they go down, Vigo... <sighs> stay up it's 42 million if they get relegated it's 22 million but he's our top target and our second target is uh alexandra Mitrovic from uh, fulham 30 there you go that is despite you trying to ruin the transfer update, i think i was trying to make it better actually
2: is, i, I think trying trying it? It?
3: so that's the transfer update obviously we're we're weeks away from the transfer window opening <laughs> Um, But we are only, I'm still being told. Hey folks, I'm Mark Maron from the WTF podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues
1: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Two or three signings. They still see, unless a lot more plans get sold, it's two or three signings they call it tinkering with rather than the wholesale change. I know that there looks like there might be a lot going out. If ones go out, they come in. Hold up. You just said he needs two defenders. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to get, these are targets. He's not going to get all
4: midfielder. um, But Maxi Gomez, the striker is our top target or Mitrovic. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: And it's only tinkering. It's not changing the whole team, even though we're buying a whole new team. Anyway, well, they're not all going to come oh, in. Not. Two to
3: three oh, sure. will get signed. What about
2: youngsters?
5: What youngsters are going to get a chance?
3: Well, uh, just, uh, um, Josh Cullen we talked about, uh, That's why I like. and Fernandez. Uh, maybe Silver might get a chance. Holland, um, I've, Holland may get a chance as well. I think he, that um, Pellegrini likes him and is likely to give him a chance as well. I think a lot of those players will get a whole pre-season with Pellegrini. And go out to the training camp so we can get a real good look at them. That's the way Pellegrini works. Um, the money we've got in, we, use, we were talking about twenty million. It's now that they're looking to scrape around thirty million. No matter where oh, we finish, where are they
4: going to find it? Plus, oh, I feel so plus, sorry for them down the back of the sofa.
3: Mostly from the wages that are going out with outgame players, scrape and and, and 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 then whatever we sell out. So. That's why we ran a story on Clarence Hughes saying 60 million. That was 30 million from the club, 30 million from uh, outbound sales. We'll see. We'll see.
2: Hashtag we see. blame Hugh. We'll see. So basically, transfer news is we'll see. We're silly. We'll see. We'll uh, see. Tevez yes. Saga remembered. So, Sean, you've put this on the running order. I assume it's because Sheffield United are now back in the Premier League.
3: Well, yeah. And as for Henry Winter. what do we need to remember? Well, Henry Winter is, seems to be raking it all up again. Uh, Henry Winter saying, is a cock. Yeah. yeah. He's, he, he gave evidence your podcast tile. There's the episode title. Uh, <laughs> Henry Winter <laughs> is a cock, yes, says John. Um, he, he's raking it up again and saying there'll be a big rivalry that the Blades fans have never forgiven West Ham, etc. I wrote a story to say, saying, look, West Ham were the ones that got caught. Uh, third party ownership was rife in 2007. We were the ones that got caught. We were the ones who owned up and actually filled in a questionnaire from the Premier League. Um, and, and I think FIFA only outlawed it in 2015. If you remember, our former manager and friend of Nigel Khan, Sam Allardyce, in 2016, was caught undercover telling uh, Middle East people how to get Ramford party ownership. So it hasn't gone. Um,
5: but they had their own... Instance of it as well during the same season. Who did Sheffield United? Did they? Yeah, there was there was
4: talk of one of their players
5: having first. Steve
4: Cabba. Oh, really? But people in glass houses, John, shouldn't throw stones.
5: The but facts you, are
4: West Ham. The, the facts are, West Ham took on Tevez and Mascherano on a contract they knew did not go past. Oh, that dog did not go past Premier League rules because they checked with the Premier League before they signed them and the Premier League went no. So then West Ham sent a dummy, this was Duxbury, sent a dummy or a fake contract in. The Premier League just accepted it, ignoring the fact that West Ham had rung up and said, can we sign them like this? And they'd gone no. And then, yeah, he's interested. And then they covered it up got caught because of the change of ownership and Mascherano going to Liverpool, and Liverpool flagged it up about the ownership problems. But then the the worst crime, in a way, was West Ham having been caught and got away with no points deduction in that tribunal, then lied again under the new owners. They told the people that they'd tore Tevez's contract up and put him on a, an ownership, and that West Ham owned Tevez. And that if they sold Tevez, West Ham would get the money. And is that all true? Yes, that Cause, is, because that is documented evidence. I've seen it. It's documented evidence in the tribunals, on the third tribunal. Now, the the, the reason why I've got no sympathy for Sheffield United is sure. all that was done before Sheffield United went down. It looked like Wigan was going down. They They had a chance at home to win their game. And they didn't win it, so
0: we've
4: got to acknowledge. Yeah, we got we have to acknowledge, or we should acknowledge, that we cheated and broke the rules, not once but twice. But we served the punishment, and that's what the punishment laid down by the Premier League did. Now, the fact we didn't get a points deduction, that ain't our fault. That United should have sued the Premier League, not us. But other people
3: were doing it, including
4: Liverpool and Man United. Man coming. United turned down Tevez and Mascherano. They, I, the reason they ended up at West Ham is because they were hawked around the top clubs who didn't want to touch it with a barge pole because it was such a dodgy deal, it would never get through. And yet, West Ham, we did it.
3: Were we naive, though? Were we like... We didn't really know what was going oh, on. They it's knew stupid, what was sure. going
4: on because Duxbury rung up the, uh, the Duxbury rung up the Premier League and asked them a question about the deal being done. Remember, this was being done off the back of at the time they thought Jaw jo- Kyan was fronting up a consortium to buy West Ham. Yeah, that True turned reaction. out to be false. So they... Put They thought it was going to be a forerunner of a deal. We were going to be a feeder club from South America under the MSI International owned by them and they would push their players through us. But all that fell apart. Where Duxbury was clever is he allied himself with the Icelandics when it became a two-way bidding war, when it became known that we were up for grabs. And that's how Duxbury managed to go. Remember, Duxbury and all this was the club's legal representative. He wasn't the chief executive. He was the legal representative.
3: Where is Duxbury now? Watford. Watford. Is he?
4: Yeah. He's the man that screwed us. Cause Allegedly. I don't know. I think the evidence is there. You know, I've, sure. I've seen it. I've read it. The, the right. evidence I would like is, to yeah. say
3: that Nigel Kahn is saying that in case uh, <laughs> Scott Duxbury's lawyers are listening and you want to sue all of us, please send well, your writ. It's a fact, Kahn. he rung up the Premier League at
4: 5 o'clock in the evening or 4.30 in the evening, about an hour before they were shutting, and said, can we sign Tevez and Mascherano on this deal? The woman went away, came back and went, no, you can't. And then West Ham then rushed through. Because remember, this was August the 31st, transfer deadline day. West Ham then cobbled up a a, a, a a contract and sent it through. And unbelievably, the FA went, oh, that's all right then. Because the FA need to look at themselves in this matter when you yeah. look at it.
3: It was thirteen years ago, isn't it? Time to forgive and forget. Yeah, oh, no, but it's I know. You that brought it on Sean. I know, I
4: <laughs> know.
3: <Well, laughs> t- technically, the cock, Henry Winter, by the way, if you want to sue us, it was John Bucci who called you a cock, oh, by the yeah. way, <laughs> <Henry Yeah, Winter. laughs> <yeah. laughs> yeah. Talk about stand by your mates, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh dear. Go on. Uh, it was him that, that's pulled it up uh, it will just be interesting when we play this was always going to happen and why
2: will it be interesting yeah, it's going it, sure to be July. an uh, exciting game isn't it there will be a rivalry there oh it, yeah there, there will be a rivalry them since yeah, of course we have I remember yeah. going um, in the league cup people going up there with Tevez masks on so Tevez masks I mean <laughs> that's, that's going to happen happens. again isn't it and that, you know it's yeah, turned into it a, a footballing rivalry a rivalry you know it's the cup lost Tevez Derby now I should bring
5: him down on the pitch side for said presentation yeah they should that would Amazing. I just bring him over that and would introduce him and put him on the big yeah. screen get the club to do a Carlos Tevez
3: day yeah <laughs> when we play when, when the fixtures come out yeah. we play
2: yeah, if Gnoity, the club don't Sean we should, ed- do ed- we should do it we should do it as yeah. a Maundress podcast campaign with, with your yeah. social following as well okay. we, should, no. No. We, make...
5: should to, we should put like a print your own Tevez yeah. masks off of our website let's, yeah.
2: do, let's do that no, that's a deal that's a deal excellent Excellent. That's really excellent. Okay. <laughs> uh, over to Facebook Twitter to question time, unless anyone's got anything else.
3: No? no.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's Facebook Twitter question time. It's where we ask you, the listeners, to get in touch with us, the podcast. Uh, via our Facebook cha- Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash more just podcast on Twitter at more TGA podcast. Uh, who did it earlier? Sean did it earlier. The full gang are back tonight to discuss Spurs and their new stadium. The Tevez saga. Oh, you love that Tevez saga, don't you? Some transfer news and some other bits of news. You haven't had any other bits of news, Sean?
3: Oh will okay. make up.
2: Uh it's not the first time. Please message us any questions or statements of fat by seven PM today. Uh Chris Hooper says I watched the under twenty threes and the only players in my opinion that are good enough are Holland, Silver and Ben Johnson. Potentially could save us millions. You didn't mention Silver in your uh
3: did you? I did. Right at the end though, oh, I mentioned Silver. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> by by the under twenty threes. They
4: play tonight? Yeah, they the under yeah they yeah. have to win to stay up, lose, and, and top
5: are winning one nil Dean
4: Garner. Oh, he's put the big boys out.
2: Uh Lewis Aaron Trout says yes, we finally won in our cu- a cup in our final. Now that the Blunts are back in the big time, let's try and get our twenty five million back and re sign Tevez before he retires. That was payback for earlier in the season when we peppered their goal and got nothing. Let me know when the trophy parade is pre- please, lads. Uh, Paul Harris says, "Could the club lobby the Premier League and Sheffield United to make a special arrangement to let Colin W-word take temporary charge for the two games against us?" Who? Does anyone know who he was referring to? Oh,
4: you are you talking Paul about Paul Harris's it? comment? Could the club lobby the Premier League, Sheffield United, to bring Colin Wanker? Yeah, that's right, Colin. You know Colin Wanker, isn't you?
2: No. The
4: manager of Cardiff, Neil Warnock. Oh, Neil Warnock. If you if you jumble up Neil Warnock's names and rearrange them, you can
3: get the word no, Colin Wanker. Didn't you know that? Didn't no, he know? No, you <laughs> didn't they not know don't nice that. The Warnock, do they? They blame Warnock more than anybody. Well, he was a whinger, wasn't he? Yeah, he did whinge about it. <laughs>
2: Uh, Richard Dodd says, Kia Ora, will Nigel agree with me that the new Tottenham stadium is absolutely awful, disgraceful, and is an on par with, on par with our stadium as they also have no beer at half time, albeit we are just so. Awesome. Also, how embarrassed is Sean Whetstone to leave the grassroots of football behind him and go to corporate at any given opportunity? Was he ever in grassroots of football?
3: No, li- listen, I have not... Last season, I don't think I went to corporate you did, at all. It just happened to be... Did you? It just happened to be... I have three in a
5: row. All thinking, <laughs> no, listen. Sean, Sean, <laughs> you are as far away from the average oh, fan. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. Let, me. Let,
3: let me just defend just myself. You're nowhere
5: near an average fan.
3: Right, let me just defend myself. I haven't been to corporate all season. I went to oh, Chelsea... Oh, poor you. I went to Chelsea <laughs> uh, with John... And then I went. to no, I went to with you. West Ham with Nigel. You gave it to yeah. me. I didn't get it. Yeah,
5: I didn't I take to... you corporate.
3: Yeah, and then and then I happened to go to Spurs. It happened to be there all in one month. But I haven't been corporate for the rest of the year. When did I go with Chelsea? you last year? Was that
2: Chelsea? Simon oh, yeah. right. Simon one Pope last, says yeah. what a result on Saturday, which we all knew was going to happen, or at least wish was going to happen. Noble was excellent, as was man of the match Diop. Him and ba- Bwana as you know who would say are definitely our best center pairing. as for Tevez gate. Let's hope we smash them home and away next year. So they drop back where they belong. W words. <laughs> Matthew Kemp says, will Carroll's wages be factored into the transfer budget? Yes, it will. Matthew. Sean's just said we've got an extra 30 million from sales and wages. Paul Sarda says, I see we've been linked with Juan Quadrado. That oh, would be a good sign. I guess the silly season is about to start, but do yous have any insider knowledge on potential transfers? Well, Sean's given us some. We did it. Uh, it-
3: well, if you, can, if you can listen to it over the bloody music. Transfer is-
2: update.
5: Can, can I ask you a quick question, Sean? Go on. Are, are we sort of sticking with this? purported transfer policy that was announced earlier in the year of the younger players or are we buying up rushed up players at the end of their careers again
3: I think it's a bit of a mixture of both this is a Pellegrini thing Pellegrini does like uh, certain experience i.e. Nasri i.e. Jack Wilshere i.e. Pablo uh, Zabaleta but he mixes that with some youth like Diop um, Pellegrini didn't sign Zabaleta though No, he didn't. But he wants. He is pushing for him to to stay for another year. I I agree with that. Um, When he's got an option not to because his contract runs out. So
5: where did this line come out of the club at one point where we're only buying under 24s and sell on values and all this? Where did that come from? Well, I
3: think that's what the ball would like. So if I'm honest with you, I think that's a strategy that David Sullivan would like to buy younger players that have got more resale value and are lower wages but he is the chairman of the club and not the manager. And the manager decides on transfer policy. You might find that difficult to believe, but I that believe is it. the fact.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Marion Williams
2: go. says, does the fact that Spurs are now in an amazing stadium on the site of their old ground, yet with the same transport network nightmare, make a mockery of our board's reasoning as to why we had to move? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Did Sean leave early? Or as he was in corporate, did he stay until the end?
3: I, I couldn't leave because the car park was closed until the police opened the road again. And I, when I, as I came out, there were thousands of Japanese and Korean people waiting for Song, uh, song just behind me with all their cameras and... <laughs> song, uh, Roberto song, uh, <laughs> Roberto uh, Roberto waiting Sean. for him to come
4: out. <laughs> 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 <bring him> <laughs> oh,
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: anyway, yeah, the players park <laughs> in the same car park, so it's coming out. I refer
4: you to the text I sent on Saturday that says, Sean, do you know anything <laughs> about
3: football? <laughs> and the answer was what did Um, I say I'll have to ask someone no 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 what I said was only what (laughs) you only
2: only what you used to this year that's all back to the questions Nick Harvey says great performance and result but why oh why do we save it for the top six that Nick Harvey is the one million dollar question is 30 million plus player sales going to be enough to get rid of the deadwood and improve the squad I fear not well it's 60 million if you believe Sean in total.
3: You're what, 30 million What's, plus yeah, sales. That's exactly correct. Yeah. Do
2: you yeah. guys think Pellegrini can actually get some consistency into our performances next season? That, Nick Harvey, yes. is the $1 million question.
3: <laughs> it it's consistent. a good question, but look, let's let's think about it. his first season in charge. We were safe without worrying about relegation with three months to go. Um, we've had some good results, including the Spurs game. Beat Chelsea, or was it Man United? I can't remember. Man United. Man United. Um, I thought we've had. He's had an okay first season without us really worrying about any relegation concerns at all. So Were you not there was there no concern when we meeting? lost the
5: first four? I think there was. I think no. There was anyone concerned. was
3: anyone concerned about that?
5: No, I you know I don't think on here we did, but there was a lot of talk about you know.
3: Yeah, but we we, we have heart, knee-jerk fans a lot. As first
4: seasons go, it weren't as good as Bilic's first season. But then Les he has a better season, second season than Bilitch. True. Because if we don't, then... Um, then he'll be sacked. <laughs> the, the problem is, that, that money, yeah, that money. Well, you can't keep... If you say, all right, we'll sack him, who comes in after Pellegrini the best manager we've ever employed? Yeah, not, yes. not, yeah, yeah. You know, on paper, what, Wank?
3: Colin Wanker. What,
4: what are you gonna, what are you gonna get yeah. after Pellegrini if it don't work?
3: Colin Wanker.
4: Well, my my pick
5: before Pellegrini was uh, old Brendan Rogers.
4: Well, look what he's done to Leicester. I know. That's what I was gonna say. I hope he don't cost City the title. Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe. I'd have had him. I'd have had him.
5: Yeah would he come? No.
2: Probably no, not. not. Uh, we'll work with him. Tim Sharman says, in three words, please describe how you felt when Antonio scored. Sean, that was one of yours scared?
3: Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 disbelief. That's one. Um, you said three excitement. words. Uh, ex- excitement uh, and joy.
2: i thought belbana what what belbana (laughs) uh john three words from you please when antonio scored how did you feel absolutely
5: totally surprised
2: that is three thank you very much nigel
4: Long-ball merchants. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: and how about you? Your, who, who, what's your uh, Let's stretch?
2: go. Go. With two. Go. Let's go. If you go. get that reference. Uh, Ed Hughes. Diop, when partnered with Balboana, is ten times better than the Diop when partnered with Balboana. Ogbwana. Why does Diop play better with one <laughs> over the other? Can you put your finger on why that is? Can anyone put their finger on why Diop is better with...
4: It could be that Balbuena covers him yeah. better. And also probably I think it's probably, probably
2: because uh, Balbuena is better than Ogbwana.
4: Well, oh, Bonner and Balbrainer, though, played really well together.
2: The consistent, the consistent person there is Barbuna. They haven't really played a lot.
5: It's just um, central defensive partnerships, isn't it? You, some people play better with others. They will the have their favourite. yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, William Habington says, anyone else notice how each of the additional minutes brought a fresh heart attack? Very generous of the ref to give them four. Saw it through by a hair's breadth, despite having been better all through the second half. Yeah, but you know it was going to be that way, wasn't it? As soon as we scored, it was going to be. But you know, we could have scored two or three. And Tino got through again, didn't he? And and Isa. over to twitter at more TJ podcast um we don't have many cannton len hello cannton town len says does nigel regret not going on saturday yes I thought you might uh who went you
3: well i would not right. like to say would i it's not it's, why? <laughs> what do you mean why because it breaks the terms and conditions of your <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> well
4: anyway yes uh, someone in my circle went um, but since they haven't said that they went, it's not for me to say that they went.
2: Uh, Dave Jones okay. at Uncle Dave 66 says, with Norwich and Sheffield United promoted, who would you like to get the third right. spot? Uh, I'm going to go for Derby because I've got money on them. Nigel, who do you want to get the third spot? Uh, I'd take Derby or Villa. Yeah. John.
5: Maybe John. Leeds. Dirty Leeds.
4: John. Sean. Oh, I don't know. Not after that Saturday.
3: Yeah, that, that, was, was, bad, yesterday. Wasn't it? that was a bit. Uh, I want Leeds because uh, m- my old good friend Angus Kinnear, who used to be at West Ham, used to be the managing director at West Ham, is now the CEO at Leeds. So I'd like him to succeed.
2: Uh, and get you, the most... turn... What's it got to do with? Are
3: him? you
5: doing? Are you turning into the moose, Sean? My good, my good, Why? my good
1: friend.
3: My my good
4: friend. Do you see him a lot? Angus Kinnear. Who,
5: He's no, the who
4: came up He's with the twat. champion stones and put them on the floor. Yeah. Where at Arsenal, they were built as bricks onto a wall. <laughs> yeah eat that dickhead, put them on the floor so they all no, get cracked. What, what is all this aggression against
3: individuals today? No, because Angus sure.
4: Kinnear was a dickhead <laughs> who just oh, sat there yeah. on nodding dog with Cameron Brady on the SAB meetings and did absolutely nothing for this club. <laughs> Angus, if you're listening, I'm, I'm really sorry. Angus, I a new mate. I don't know how you got a job at Leeds. God help them.
5: <laughs> and I uh, sure, sure. I hope you're not too upset about that. One of your good friends. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Poor old Angus. Poor old Angus. Oh, dear. There you go. Uh, I think that's it for more podcast. <laughs> all we have now is uh, our predictions for our Southampton away. We're all going. Uh, which, oh, home, did I say away? Did I say away? Out. I went I meant at home. You did. I know you it's did. at home. Sean. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're all going. We're all going to meet up. We're all going to have an end of season. Yeah. Drink,
3: even though I haven't got a season ticket anymore. Why
2: haven't you? Oh, yeah, you lost One. yours. Yeah,
3: because a lost it. They're sending me a paper ticket. Uh, how'd you lose it?
2: Yeah, how did you lose it? Sean, it's a long story.
3: Yeah, I can't <laughs> say how I lost it. So I would reveal it. that I broke my terms. Yeah. and condition.
2: Oh, Sean, tell
3: us how you lost your I season ticket. I during the Leicester game when I went into the box. I must have dropped it on the carpet when we went down to the carpet. Um, and, yeah. Yeah?
4: Is that right? Yeah.
3: And then someone took it into toilets and used it to chop up cocaine, apparently, or something like that. And i never got it back. Uh, that's alleged. alleged
2: yeah. So, so alleged, you claim.
3: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I lost my season prediction ticket for at the please? Leicester game. Yeah, Southampton, yeah, I'm going to go 1-0.
4: Lee Davis is still leading on 533. Paul Disley. I think Lee Davis has won it, basically. 533. I did say to Lee that if he gets in touch, you know, he's won a prize, uh, but he ain't got in touch. So, Lee, if you're listening, get in touch, mate, because you've, you know, nearly 40 points in front with two weeks ago.
5: Well done. Well done.
3: Okay. But uh, I'm still being And, uh, Marjorie, you, your estimated. prediction.
4: Yeah, your you prediction, are, is okay, uh, I believe the Saints won't march in. Uh, I think West Ham will I'm win. I'm gonna go four 0
2: John. Two one. That is it for Mordens podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week for what will probably be our last. No, we'll have one more after that, won't we? Uh, our penultimate one of the season thanks for listening come on you irons Bye. come
3: on you irons cool, you no know, you know george is back 50 minutes that's a new record we'll more efficient
4: more that's 10 minutes of my train journey I'm going to have nothing to listen to just listen to it again oh. or listen to one of the old ones they're even better